This is Christopher Walken, here to warn you that this contains some explicitly foul language. And if you don't like that, then I'll put my foot in your throat. The soundtrack's amazing. Yeah. The visuals are very, like, well done. And, like, the <laughs> gameplay is super fun. <laughs> and, like, because those three things are there, it's, like, it's exceptionally good. I could do it in a heartbeat and make millions, but it would feel like gouging my soul out. Yeah, Jurassic Park's a little more like DDR. If Shrek is afraid to a creature, can he actually own land and want to kick them off? Where did that come from? You have to make a lot of shit up to make good art. Yeah, that's like that's just the truth. Man. So welcome to the AFA podcast, Art for Artists. I'm David, uh, creative director, lead writer at DCM Works. And I'm Sam, I'm the lead artist. So Sam is co-hosting for me today, as usual, there will always be someone from the team. Um, we have a guest today here, so who are you? I'm... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was quick! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, I mean... You my wanna... name's Ben, and I make video games and play them a lot. Yeah, mainly the playing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so, uh, so why do we... Alright. So you say you, you say you make video games. So yeah. what um, what does that look like? What do you, what do, you do with that? Uh, it looks like a lot of text. Oh, okay. not a lot of pictures. <laughs> um, so you just explain I, to me what coding is? It's yeah, so I, insulting. I'm a I'm a programmer. <laughs> okay. On the side, I do a lot of games. But so is that like um, when I say a lot, I mean a lot of prototypes. Oh, okay. So so you never do really gets released. <laughs> so but so, I like to think I know a decent amount about. So you mainly you mainly in the stage where you're learning and you 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 you. Well, I mean, I've, I've learned about six <laughs> times. Okay. <laughs> you know how to do it. You just haven't yeah. you haven't done it yet. Okay. Um, and so today um, we're going to be looking at um, kind of vaguely how to make art sexy and looking at kind of how you sell art and the difference between like what is good art and, and what is art that sells because they're sometimes different. And we're still rolling, so we're good. Um, you can stop looking at it now, it's fine. Cool. Um, it's, yeah, we're having some technical difficulties. This will be the second one that we've, rec well, this is the second one that I've recorded. First one with you guys. Um, and it was way easier in, in this guy's office because he just had like five computers. So it made it really easy. But, um... Yeah, so today we're gonna kind of kind of look at how art, how to make art sexy, and the difference between selling art and art that can sell, and then you know what makes a good game in this case. Cause that's why we got you on here, obviously. Yeah. Um, and you and I have talked about this at length. Um, yeah, we there are new. I had to scroll back quite a bit to actually find when we were doing this because there were just pages and pages of discussion about of us talking games. about what shit and what's not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so kind of topically lately, we've been talking a lot about um, some of the foul-ups with PC ports and stuff, and how that doesn't necessarily mean that a game is bad. And yeah. That maybe, and that maybe if you can't play a game on your particular system, it doesn't mean you should tell the devs to go kill themselves <laughs> and stuff like that. Just kind of like, you know. Are we, uh, are we maybe talking about Arkham Knight? No, 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 we're alluding to it. We're not talking about it. Yeah, yeah we're Arkham, being really Arkham subtle. Something. Um, it's yeah. a Batman situation. If you don't know, because um, a lot of the people that listen to this aren't necessarily going to be playing the video games the game um, came out and it was shit look it's actually it, not shit look it's it's a great wrong. game and it's, it's actually uh, it's actually a fucking masterpiece but it just doesn't really work yeah. on everyone's pc it, it's, it's a little bit like batman the driving simulator oh look <laughs> no look the batmobile is pretty cool all right it's actually really fun but um yeah so we'll kind of we'll ha we're gonna break it down into three categories that we can argue about um so we've got we'll start with it so the, the, i'll give you a rough idea of what we're running through so we've got the content of the art itself so like what physically is your art, which part of it is art, and what are you actually making art about. So that's kind of the interesting thing with video games. Um, and it's kind of why I wanted to bring you on a particular, Ben, is yeah, trying to decide the distinction between like what's a game and what's art, and what's an artful game, and can a game be bad but still be art, and stuff like that. Yeah, there's 
Yeah, especially now. With, like, there's a lot of sneaky art games that I'll people don't think are art real, games. Real sneaky. Yeah. Um, and so then the second thing we'll talk about is presentations. So like how it's delivered and whether that just you know changes, uh, whether the format changes, whether or not it's actually art. Because I think that's an interesting idea as well. Is is whether or not your delivery system affects how it's art because. Um, that's actually a big topic that's been in the news that we'll, we'll come back to. Um, and then the subject, so what are you actually making art about and for? Um, so are you wasting your time if you're just making art for yourself? Um, you know, if you're going to make a video game that no one's going to want to play, is it still art? That kind of thing. It's probably, um, it's probably more it's probably, so art. <laughs> it's probably, no more, it's probably it. more art if <laughs> yeah. no one plays it. Yeah, then it's, then it's trendy. Yeah. Um, so we'll start with the content, so kind of the ins and outs of, of what we all make and why we make it. Um, and the first dot point that I've written here, um, which is kind of the point that I wanted to watch from, Ben's getting up his notes, is, yeah. um, <laughs> is uh, you know, what's making art sellable isn't the same thing as making it good. So, like, if we take the premise initially, and we can argue this in a minute, but we'll take the initial premise that video games are art. They're, they're, oh, sorry, they're an art media. Yeah. So you can deliver art through video games, yeah. which means that by definition, every game that's made is a kind of art, even if it's fucking shit art. Yeah. Like, it's a piece of garbage. Like, it's a Call of Duty. It's not art. But it, it, is, an art, it is an art media, right? Well, it's, it's like, Call of Duty is, like, the Transformers of video games. Yeah, they Michael the Bay that car- Yeah, they're the Michael Bay of... So, if you... Most, most people would say, like, oh, Transformer films, they're not artistic, mm. but they're a film. Yeah, and then the there are there are elements like, of art in there. Yeah, and you could argue that the cinematography. Okay, so I I take a good example actually, um, the second Spider-Man film with uh, who's the attractive British bloke? Terry Maguire. No, no, the other one. Oh, 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 James Franco. No, what? He's Spider-Man. We, what, we're, this, oh, we're talking amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay who's yeah, the lead yeah. actor? The Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, no, no, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Jesse Eisenberg was not Spider Man. <laughs> he would have been a great Spider. I still want to see Michael Sarah as Spider Man. This thing gonna be great. <laughs> is that actually happening? Like, no, but it was should. It's like the awkward puberty stash. Hey, it's yeah. like, what's up? Hey, Spider Man. Uh, Doctor Octopus. Yeah, man. I'll get to it eventually, man. Let's go yeah, grab go, some I chips. Go date a girlfriend. Yeah, I gotta play guitar. Let's just. Hey, we can fix it with guitar. Um, but that film was a terrible film, but the cinematography was probably the most amazing I've seen in a long time. I didn't see the second one, I saw the first one. That's okay. what I thought was alright. Well, okay, the first one was okay, second one was shit, okay. but the cinematography was fucking amazing. I, I, I guess that depends what you really class okay. cinematography I, as. As, as. As someone that has no education in cinematography, and someone that looks for things that I like to look at. As someone who has okay. watched many YouTube videos about cinematography. No, 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 I actually haven't, but like... No, I'm saying I haven't. <laughs> oh, okay. I was, like, I was like, I know what I like to look at, but I don't, I don't go and research that shit. Um, but yeah, so like that idea of um, cinematography being the only artful thing in that film because literally the rest of it is shit like just shit like andrew garfield forgot to act in the second half well the thing with that is so. just then, then it's just like the cinematography is good mm. and the rest of, and like the other elements are bad so it's bad art no well because okay it's so good cinematography <laughs> okay so say so, so you're making a game right yeah and this is actually a really interesting point because i'm very adamant about this and a lot of people you know they, they don't really understand um this idea but if you have a game that has good gameplay so gameplay would refer to the mechanics that you have to interact yeah. with that makes it a game. So like if it if it didn't have gameplay, it would be a film or it would be a something else. Yeah, pretty much. Just so, interactive. Yeah. So the gameplay is the thing that defines it as a game. And um, I would argue that if the gameplay isn't good, it's not a good game. It doesn't matter how good the graphics is, and it doesn't matter like how compelling the story is. If it doesn't have good gameplay, it's not a good game. Yeah. But you could argue that in some games, so in this you know, an example we talk about a lot is Dear Esther. The story is the gameplay. Dear Esther's weird because I, I love Dear Esther. 
and everyone I know hates it. Well, it's because they don't think it's a game. Yeah, and I don't think it's a game. I no, think it's, it's I think an, it's, it's a visual experience. Yeah, it's a but probably probably the best ex, the best example or counter example of like good game terrible gameplay is Spec Ops the line. Okay. Good yeah. game. Fucking horrible gameplay. Game's boring as fuck. Yeah. Like you, it's it's. Can it's, can we spoil the rug pull and why that's such an amazing game? I mean, can I we, think everyone knows what Spec Ops the line oh, is. Well, what, okay, so so tell them why why we love Spec Ops the line. It's because it just takes it takes everything about like bad games like bad traditional mm. sort of like just macho shooty games and just throws it on its head and makes it seem you know evil or whatever it's sort of what what, what do you mean evil what like, do you mean you know, it's just like it's sort of villain well, like can, no, I, I know <laughs> like i it's know sort of villain of uh, fucking words. okay Vilifies. you get to Vilifies. white phosphorus a yeah. whole courtyard yeah. full of civilians the white phosphorus scene is pretty interesting and it's it plays about the idea of just like, oh, you had no choice. You had to do it. And like, choice is a big thing in games. Where it's so, just like, oh, you can do whatever you want in this world. And yeah, really, most not, of the time you can't. You're on rails. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and like the game itself is like pretty much cut and dry copy of like Gears of War. Yeah. Which is like pretty bad. You mean the gameplay itself? Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. Which is boring. So, so, but, but we still like the game because it's still did like something interesting. Because it's interesting. Because so, it has a good story, I guess. I think a really good example of um, good story but no gameplay, and it's just like a cinema experience, and it's a recent title, Order 1886. We'll talk about that later. That's well, there the, is a, well, there is an interesting... It's, I mean... That's I, the one where they put it at like a very lower resolution to make it more... Well, well no, because it's actually very clever. So I, I, I don't, have you played it? Have either of you played it? I've never it? played it. I... I've I've seen it played. Um, I so, don't play many AAA games. So so I so I played it start to finish because we had it on the on the on the PlayStation, um, and I didn't like any of it. I don't like any of it. Um, but no no, I'll explain why I played it. I because I I played it from start to finish. I hated the whole thing, the whole time. <laughs> like I got to the end, I was like, wow, I could have like I could have written that when I was twelve, and that wasn't like yeah. me trying to be like I'm such a good writer. But I was like, wow, that was not clever. As like, the 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 reason that game was good well, the, the, the good elements about that game are the fact that they did something different but they didn't do it well and it was strikingly call, beautiful it I was, wasn't called locked at 30 fps no no i, I meant i meant the fun. style of the game yeah it reminded me of quantum of solace from back in the day because that was a brilliant game back in the day wasn't that movie like super recent what quantum no, of solace. not quite no the other one um no qu- uh, casino royale no the one after that Quantum of Souls. Yeah, it was fucking years ago, dude. Jesus. It's like 2008 Oh, and then Sky... Yeah, then yeah. Skyfall. No, no, no. So, yeah. so Quantum of Souls was a game on the Xbox um, 360. Fucking brilliant I thought we were talking about the movie. No. <laughs> what? No. We're talking about the game. We're talking about okay. video games for a second. <laughs> for just for a hot minute. Yeah. Um, and the game was amazing. And it's like, there's still... I don't know. You can still log on to Xbox Live and there's a group of people still playing it. There's like eight people from around the world that are just like obsessed. I think, I think those, those kinds of people, the people who play like one game that's like super old and they still play it. I think... If a game does that, then you could consider it art because of the players. Because there's people still... Cause so because of the consumer. Yeah. Because art, like, art was all in just, like, the eye of the beholder. Correct. Whatever the phrase is. Oh, look, you just Shakespeare that, but yeah. I mean, so basically. if you have... I'd, if, if I could, I'd like... You don't to have to put your hand... You don't have to put You can just <laughs> cut them off. You've got to put your hand up. Like, as, you can... Okay, as someone who's been to art school and has graduated and has met a lot of different artists... Mm. There's um at this point I want to point out that Sam is yelling and he doesn't need to <laughs> slow it down a little Sam, bit. Sam's had a few too many beers. Sam's um, a bit drunk. But um yeah, basically at art school you're taught you can pretty much argue anything as art as long as you're good enough at arguing it. So there's this thing called mm-hmm. conceptual art, which is actually 
not art you can touch or see. It's literally so something you've thought of, basically, and like, you yeah. sell your idea as, like, an art form, basically, That's and weird. it's just an idea. Yeah. There's nothing concrete, and people still sell it for money, so <laughs> really, anything Well, could... hang on. What's do you have to, like, keep it secret so people don't steal it? Yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah, dude it's like a fucking... Like it's an a actual car. Concept? It's a car, yeah. yeah. No, well, I mean, like, think about it like this, right? That's the same thing as, like, a business pitch. Like, yeah. Like, it's... True. Like it sounds like, business like it sounds really wanky when you're like yeah but it's like it's a, I mean it's it's conceptual art but it's really just an idea and yeah. ideas are valuable and that's why you don't throw them away yeah true so to me that makes sense but in like a really wanky art way <laughs> well, you know like in a really wanky like a really, wanky really really yeah. good example that's exactly what we're doing by the way <laughs> of something you wouldn't consider art yeah. but um has been passed off as art was uh it was a story one of my art teachers told me he yeah. when he was graduating at their big final exhibition. There was this really quiet girl in their class. She didn't talk to anybody. No one really knew her, yeah. like, or anything like that. But at her exhibition, which was their final end-of-year exhibition, she basically went into the center of the room and took a shaver and shaved off all of her long hair while screaming and crying in, like, a crowded room full of people. Yeah. And that was her art piece for the oh, gallery. And that, that was yeah. her... This was at the graduation or the gallery? This this was at, like, uh, it was, like, the gallery, I guess you'd call oh, like it. The, the like, going away. Yeah, yeah that presentation. Sort of, basically, when you graduate, you, um, you had, like, an end-of-year exhibition. Yeah. So, so she, she did performance art for that? Yeah, she did performance yeah. art for it. And, I mean... Me, I'd just say, you know, that's not art. <laughs> Fuck that's, that bitch. That's showing she has no talent. Yeah, okay. But, um, okay, but, but I feel like that could be considered something that you like. It's like when you write an essay at like two in the morning. You just bash oh. something. <laughs> she always like, 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 saying she was like, <laughs> she, like I feel she, horrible. Like it's she crammed that shit yeah. so hard. She was like, I've got eight seconds. Let's um, just go f- okay. completely left field. Yeah, but like obviously, I think the difference between that and like not art. So we'll assume that for a second this is art. Okay. Just for argument's sake. Well, actually, there are games like that that I've played that are just so just out of left the field. The graveyard. No, I played, there's one called Uriel's Chasm or something. I got a free Steam key for it yeah. a while ago, and I actually recorded me playing it the entire through. Mm. It took about half an hour. And I, I I uploaded it, and I just called it, like, what.avi, because it was just so weird. I remember that, I played, yeah. yeah, I played the entire thing, and it was just so just surreal, and, like, full of, like, biblical references, and I was just like, I'm going to die tonight. <laughs> okay, all right, so that's that's a great example. And, like, I would call it, I wouldn't call it a good game, because yeah, it wasn't, but it's, it's it's super pretentious. All right, so, like, here's, okay, so I just played um, Glitchikers, which has been around for a while, I don't know if oh, it yeah. is. Glitchikers is fucking brilliant. It's, like, a short, it's, like, 30 minutes tops. Um, you literally, the gameplay mechanic is you change lanes, and then you can pick conversation options. Which to me, like, that sounds like a really bad, like, that sounds like a bad game. Yeah. Like, that should be terrible. Mm. But what they did with it was really interesting, and they made it into a good game by adding. It's really, it's a wanky game. Like, it's, 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 it's one of those, like, just, surrealist things, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But you finish it, and you're like, oh, I feel like I've learned something. Cool. Yeah. yeah, you're like, that was nice. There's I plenty want... of games like that, like Proteus. Yeah. Um, Eidolon, stuff like that. Like, yeah. you, you know, you finish it, and you're like, oh, that was cool, and I feel like I've gained something. 30 Flights of Loving was really good. Okay, so plus technically, Thirty Flights of like from a technical standpoint, Thirty Flights of Loving is cool because it's entirely written on the Quake Two engine, which is, which about is fascinating. A year old, yeah, engine. It's kind There's of like this guy still making games for it and doing like doing like cinematic 
kind of stuff yeah. with a 50-year-old game engine. It's, it's well, cool. it's kind of in the same vein if I turn up to work on Monday and I started doing my graphic design, not in Photoshop, but like in Notepad, and I'm just coding it in hard HTML or something. <laughs> like, like I'm just building it. Through it's like through. hard typing ASCII art. Yeah. Speaking of like really old games, uh, is everyone aware that Postal 2 just had like an official expansion released? What? Like this Postal month? 2? Postal 2. It's a 12-year-old <laughs> Are you kidding me? 12-year-old I'm pretty sure that's game. still banned in it's Australia like as well. It's 50 cents on Steam. Yeah, sometimes. you can get it on Steam. Like, they oh, just yeah. had an expansion released, like, literally last week, and it's, like, a 50-year-old okay, game. Okay, so then... That's, like, people who still make NES games. All right, so let's let's take it from a reductionist perspective, because we seem to have drilled down to, to an interesting idea, which is that, for us, we consider things to be art. If, A, they're consumed... So, our criteria seem to be that they're consumed at some point. Yeah. By... But they're selectively consumed. So, if a TV show runs every single night... So, like, let's just say, like, you've got a serial soap opera. It runs every single night... People and like they're gonna watch it so incidentally. Yeah. yeah, they're not selectively watching it. Yeah. So there's selective consumption of the art of the, of the thing, and that it does something interesting, or you walk away with some kind of you've gained something, or yeah, there's there's some after effect. Yeah, like then the, doing doing something interesting with the medium, which which the be, games is mainly just the interactivity part. So would you argue that it has to it has to be um, it has to do something interesting with the interactivity or that it just has to have an impact beyond the end of the experience itself. I think it can do, it can do something just interesting with like the, like almost just like the input. Yeah. Like with VR stuff. So if it, if it gives you like the huh moment, yeah. do you mean? You're just like, huh. Yeah. No, no, no that's the sound. It's like, huh. Oh, this is really cool. Yeah. Like you have that where you're like, oh, it's like, okay, so I'll give you an example. We were talking about before the Batman game that just came out. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. So I was like, <laughs> no, 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 okay. No, so, no, it's a good game. I, no, no, no. I, I want to preface this with the fact that I'm completely enthralled. I'm like 48 hours in. Like, I've played I a lot. I finished it, man. Like, I haven't finished it yet. I finished so. it in like a night and then I kind oh, of I'm just really, my life back. I'm just really teasing it out. Like, I'm really taking my time. But like the first, I, my first heart moment in that game is when you put on the new suit and they introduce this new mechanic. And it's a really small mechanic and it's just like a quick time event. It sounds stupid. Fear takedown? Yeah, it no. sounds dumb. But the first time I did it, I was like, oh my god, that was so Batman. <laughs> like, I just had a moment where I was like, oh, they didn't have that, that's, oh, that's cool. Like, that, I just had an, oh, that's cool moment. And for me, that was like, okay, I'm sold on the game now. Because yeah. they made me have that moment. And then it's the same thing when they first put you in the Batmobile and it feels good, instead of feeling like shit. Yeah, I feel like a lot of, like, action you know? games can kind of get away with just, like, they're like, it's an action game, but there's one cool thing. <laughs> it's like... Titanfall. What? Titanfall oh. was... Oh, uh, yeah. Titanfall was Call of Duty, but with fucking mechs. Yeah. yeah. And, they, like, and, they, and they pretended that it was different. Yeah. Even that was... Oh, that's my little Someone astronaut ring? man telling me. Oh, excellent. Oh, yeah. Ben was saying before that he's playing a game on his mobile phone. That's, that's... I have a game where I, where I receive messages from an astronaut stranded Which, on a moon. Honestly, sounds amazing. It's like... It's fun. That, well, I would call it arty because... No, look. It's pretty it easy. Yeah. It's my phone and it's no, sending look, me text messages. Look, you get... Yeah. It's like super clever. I got a question then. Uh, yeah. Okay. What's your favorite video game? My favorite video game. Yeah. Hang on, maybe refine the question a bit. What's your favorite? Okay, so well, because that's, I mean, that's cheating because it might just be something that you played a lot. Yeah. What is the best video game you've played? Oh, it's maybe me. a better question. Yeah, because favorites, question. favorites like yeah, oh, yes. favorite for me is like favorite changes. You're like, oh, it's Skyrim, it's Fallout, it's whatever you're playing. No, it's usually just some stupid oh, multiplayer shitty. Oh yeah, like, like game, something yeah. that's like ten years old and yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. What's What's the best game you've played? The best game I've ever played. Yeah. That is a very difficult question. Yeah. Like. Single player or multiplayer? Because like, um, well, because they're very different, aren't they? Yeah. Well, okay. So a multiplayer game for you is a social event. Yeah. Which for me is like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I only play single player games at the moment. 
Um, just because I don't have, like, I'm never, you know, I don't I don't have time for that kind of commitment. Are they single-player? Because multiplayer is, like... Well, particularly because we're talking about art. too many. You know, yeah. we're talking about art, you know. Single-player game, I don't know, probably... Ooh. It's, we're not going to, like, hold you to this. You can change your mind later. Yeah. Um, that's fine. I too. guess in the spirit of wanky arty games. Yeah. Walking Dead game? Yeah. Telltale's? Yeah, Telltale. Is it bad to say that I played through the whole thing? Yes. Yeah, I've played um, through both seasons. Yeah. Okay, but look. No, I mean, no he means survival. Yeah, oh, it is bad. No, and and, and Telltale. I think everyone's okay. So, um, alright, so it's an interesting point that I was going to make before um, about the Telltale games. So, we seem to have decided that our two, our two criteria um, seem to be... It, it can be consumed and is, is selectively consumed. This is particularly for art and video games. We're not necessarily yeah. differentiating the two. Um, and that in some way, like, it, it gives you some sense that you take something away from it. I took and away so, a lot of tears. So, okay, so let's talk, about, um, let's talk about The, the Walking Dead because I think that's a good example of a game that <clears throat> a lot of people... Okay, so a lot of people bought it, which is weird because and if you think about it the game yeah. so for those of you who don't know the game is basically a series of quick time events in which you decide no 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 no, no. Yeah, the whole is. game is quick time events pretty much um and and, and 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 click adventures in which you yep. decide your fate and you go through and you learn the story and it's kind of a movie that you you pick and choose and you drive it's, it's a point and click adventure game literally yeah but no. the great thing that they did with it is what they did was they sat down with a team of writers and they went we want to do something that is going to be significant and be different and they managed yeah. to do that in a way that, honestly, I don't think anyone could have predicted. Telltale have been making games for a while. They had, did Walls and Gromit. That was mad fun. They did Jurassic Park. They did Jurassic Park. Yeah. And they were, they were okay. But they The Walking the Dead... Like, okay, that so was the, pretty average, though. Game of Thrones. Well, Game of Thrones was... Shit, was well, it's still out. If they haven't finished terrible. it. They haven't finished I've it. I've heard it's bad. Okay, but Wolf Among Us was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're doing well, a, like, they're all the okay, same you know, game. You know what? The Borderlands game is fucking amazing. I've heard that. It's phenomenal. And but it's the thing, because they combine their writing. The thing with Telltale, those games, is that they all they all are actually kind of the same game. Like, from a game well, perspective. From a gameplay. If we're yeah. talking specifically gameplay, they are the, they are the same game. So it's it's basically, like, one set of mechanics yeah. just spread over, oh, like, teams of writers. Which is Call of Duty. Jurassic Park's yeah. slightly different from the others in that Jurassic Park's a little more, like, DDR than it is. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, no. Really? Jurassic Park just has these, like, sections in it where it's literally just, like, hit the directional keys at the right time and it's just like a long chain rather than being like so it's guitar hero kind of there's kind of chains <laughs> like that like, in walking dead but they're nowhere near as long no they're more yeah. like they're quick time events so, so yeah, it's yeah. It, it's it not is guitar hero pretty much the same thing except just really st strong out so it's ddr like, on the keyboard <laughs> yeah essentially i see that they're innovative still yeah. um all right so that's kind of an interesting point though i think because so we all like the walking dead but it's really just like they call of duty that shit. I um, liked the first season. It's the oh, yeah, second season was like the second season wasn't as good because of the writing though, not because well, of the game. The second season I feel it yeah, dropped but the, the game ball is the in that they had one yeah. likable character and that was Clementine. More, Everyone else you could really give a fuck. That's because you're not a social no, I had there were other likable characters. <sighs> hardly. I mean hardly. I kinda liked Kenny towards the end even No, I liked who was who was the older woman that was a bitch? What one? The um she short hair. She's like, she's oh, alone. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the one that you basically, at the end, you choose between Kenny and her. Yeah, I picked... See, I don't even she's remember not that old. Name. She's like a teenager. Huh? Well, I well, I described her as the older one that's a bitch. Oh, so. that's the one that fucking, like... Well, at the end, you like, pick between her and Kenny. to kill the... Yeah. Spoiler alert. The baby. kill the baby. Um, yeah, like, I, I, yeah. I hate it. No, she's my favorite. I was I like, I would have done that. Like, because I'm such an awful person. I, I, I identified just Although, although like, like, the the sort of subtle nudge that her and, um... Who her and the guy like fucking banged in the uh 
It's not subtle. Like, yeah. it's very really obvious. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, like, they don't explicitly show it. They just, like, show them just, like, well, waking up. Because they don't need to. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, um, okay, so... The other guy was Luke. Oh, thank you. I don't um, remember her yeah. name, but we're, I remember Luke. Only drowned, yeah. We're gonna do yeah. this. We're going to do this a lot. Um, we're just going to get names wrong <laughs> and we forget things. Um, but that's kind of... I mean, that's a good segue for, for something that I wanted to ask you specifically, Ben, because we've talked about this a lot, like... We probably this is have. this is no. I mean, I mean, you and me specifically over the yeah. years because we have this conversation every time that one of us enjoys anything that's game related. <laughs> yeah, and then the other one is like, yeah, but I kind of like, I don't know, if I, you know, like yeah. it's, I don't know if it's just you or whatever. Um, so you know, we've kind of talked a lot about the content at this point, which is fair because that was the first point we we're going to talk about. Yeah. Is like what actually makes art art, which I kind of think is a a good place to start. Um, so the other thing that we talked about, we touched on it with Call of Duty and Batman is following the, the idea of trends. Oh, yeah, trend yeah. setting. So yeah. trend setting or, like, sticking to what you're good at. So a great example would be um, The Walking Dead stick to that, or the yeah. Telltale stick to their roots. They built one engine and they've just updated it. You know, what, you know what's a great example I found? I, what's that? The guys who did Surgery Simulator. The second game was <laughs> I Am Bread. They just I, I didn't... What, what was the second game? I Am Bread. What is what is that? Your bread. bread Simulator. Yeah. So, You've so they never played I Am Bread. No, no, I live in a. I'm very busy. Oh, yeah. Um, so what's, well, what's Surgery the Simulator was this dumb. I remember. I remember Surgery Simulator. Oh, you, oh, you, you, I. He gestured for the microphone. He's like, I'm talking <laughs> to the people. Telling the people. Okay, it's sorry. A, tell a, the people. It's a dumb physics game where you control a hand very it's not clumsily. Dumb. Don't be like that. It's not dumb. It is pretty nice. Doesn't your like, bread have like a moliness factor or whatnot? <laughs> you know, I seem to recall that. So surgery simulator is about as dumb as it sounds. You simulate surgery. Yeah, but you just control one hand, controls. right? Yeah. 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 And then I am bread is you're a loaf of bread and you flop around the map and you have to, you have to like, you have to, you have to do a series of things. You have to toast yourself. Then you have to butter yourself. And then you have to land under the plate <laughs> and you can't get so too dirty. And you get, there's like a dirtiness meter, and if you're on the That's floor it, for yeah. too long, yeah. you get so like slowly more filthy. So it's, it's a, a physics, bread, it's, it's a, a physics, engine. physics bread simulator. Wow. Yeah. All right. And they like one came out after the other, and it was clearly just designed for like so, let's players and so, stuff. So okay, so they, so you'd say that's a trend. They, they followed the trend. They followed their own trend that they set themselves. Yeah, but they could have not. <laughs> yeah. So okay. They um, they had they had games before that. I don't know what they were. But they did. Yeah, right. So so they followed their trend. Yeah. So a good example of a company that stuck to their roots and it didn't kind of work out is Bioware. So Bioware, and I'm going to talk specifically and I've Sam never played just a Bioware game. Okay. I think cringe. <laughs> I just have fond okay. memories. Well, look. Okay, so something that Bioware do really well is that they produce really, 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 really long fetch quests that are great games. Hmm. No, 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 no. I, no, don't get me wrong. Actually, <laughs> actually horrible. No, no, no. I love everything they do, but that's ultimately what the games end up being, which yeah. is fine, because that's just the structure they have story-wise. But um, are we still going? You keep... You're making me anxious looking over my shoulder, no, but no, I appreciate no, that you no, are, because no. otherwise, like, if we turn off it's bad news turn off. um super technical uh, yeah super so. just turn off you see, we, we're recording with two computers because we gave up on the macbook yeah well, you should check that you're working actually you log me in oh hang on. <laughs> um yeah so sam do you want to do you want to read clarify me if i'm wrong but um bioware began as black Isle studios right yes yeah they did so like i, I have some really nostalgic that. feelings about games like uh Baldur's gate and Baldur's gate 2 yeah they did ice went day or yeah and also, like, uh, Planescape Torment <laughs> yeah. and things like that. Like, old, like, D&D um, style games. But, like, yeah, you know, Bioware had some good games. Like, I really liked KOTOR. Like, not so much KOTOR 2. Oh, well, like, it wasn't that bad. I, I have to say I've never been a fan of Dragon Age. Okay, so let's talk like, about Dragon Age because that was where I was going. So I have, like, two of them. I have, like, Dragon Age okay. Origins and two. So, I, got, I got the latest one, and I played 
up to a point and then just went, I don't even know what's yeah. going on in this story. Okay. I for a bit and, and, the, and the combat just threw me off. Yeah, okay, so that's what I was going to talk about specifically, actually, is that they decided... Do something very different with the combat. No, no, no. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Dragon Age 2 in a minute. The that was horse a, was good. The Look, <laughs> no, actually, that's a good point, though. No, so that was a trend. Okay, so... We'll, the horse we'll, was pretty loyal. We'll, we'll break it down um, to, to the basic components. So there's, there's actually two games that they make, which is combat and then the rest of the game. Yeah. And they have no relation at all. Yeah. Like, you... It's, it's like playing an old MMO, and then you step in and it's like playing a Telltale game. Yeah. And there's no... They don't... There's no consistency. Like, in Skyrim, at least, you're still in first person, you go into a conversation, you can literally pull out your sword and hack a dude off in the middle of a conversation if you want to. There's a few things about that game that I particularly hated. For one... About what? Uh, about, um... Inquisition. I was gonna say, Dragon don't, don't talk shit about Skyrim, right? Sorry. No, <laughs> fuck Dragon. no, I love Skyrim. Yeah. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition, I think the first thing when I really realised I didn't like that game was... Um, I like playing a human in games because yeah. I'm boring and I like to re- relate to my character. <laughs> yeah. You, you make a, you make a really attractive female that's like just banging and blonde. Like you make <laughs> yeah. the hottest yeah. babe. Yeah. Toast. No, I make the real grizzled like oh. veteran. You make yourself male guy. Yeah, yeah. basically. He's fucking hideous. Like, um, yeah, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. No, he's um, it's, um, he's a pretty one. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I really like playing a human, and in that one, I like playing like the sort of like renegade like smuggler type character yeah, who's like he's from the bad side of the tracks and shit but um but they like force inquisition you they force you to be royalty they're like you're no, they a nobleman no, no 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 they don't yeah they do no, they don't. you have to be noblemen you don't. they do you don't well skyrim did it <laughs> if you're a per- you if you're human if you're a human male yeah you are stuck as noble oh is that a fact yes that's interesting really that's probably just lazy writing right Yes. Like, that's just like, they were like, I don't want to write. Sounds three. like just lazy in general. Well, they were like, I don't want to write three second, bad stories. Second thing I really hated. Yeah. I wanted tell, to. Tell us, Sam. Tell us. <laughs> I wanted to romance the redhead scout dwarf. Oh. And you get the romance options with her, but you can never sleep with her. Oh, that's he's very unfortunate. Okay. He's talking about scout harding. Yeah, scout harding. I, 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 I talked that bitch up. <laughs> no, look, I threw so much Me game too, at her. And look, you can no, never sleep no, with look, her. No, look, like, the reason for that is that it would be inappropriate because you're the Inquisitor and she's just a scout. That could be inappropriate. But apparently you can... Fuck that shit, apparently I don't can, want to be the Inquisitor. Apparently you can raucously gay bang the illegal magician that is your friend as well. So, oh, like, they just they just basically were like, we don't want to animate another love scene. So, <laughs> there are some things they did that were probably not... They could have gone... But we'll break it down. So, the idea is that that game is two games in one. And that's fucking shit. I just, I didn't like the freedom with character choice. It's basically like... Oh, you didn't like, I fucking, the lack thereof, you mean? No, yeah, the lack thereof. It's like, that's Sorry. a thing, isn't it? I didn't like that they were like, oh, hey, you want to be a human male? Well, you're stuck being a nobleman. You can't be like, you know, say, a mercenary. Like if you picked the, was it the kunai? Yeah. Uh, kunari. Kunari, that's it, yeah. Sorry, what the fuck is a kunai? <laughs> Kunai's <laughs> a knife. Kunai's yeah, a knife. Right, From yeah. Naruto or oh, something. Gosh. You know, yeah, the manga. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah. Um, Anyway, oh, they're man, like, I, I they're left like, my kunai at home. They're like, so yeah, if you go kunari, they're like, hey, you can be this badass mercenary. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And it's like, I wanted to be the badass mercenary, but I wanted to okay. be a human male. It's probably because they want to fit you on the law better. Okay, yeah. well, hang on. They don't want we're... players sort of being weird. And but the roles. problem with that is it affects the rest of the game because well, everyone then treats you like this nobleman. Well, and yeah, exactly. I fucking hate because that, you're a human. Wait, like, just yeah. wait, just hang on. All right, so let's. We, I mean, we're getting bogged down in detail because, <laughs> because the minute that I brought this up, I like he like you can't see it, but his like that his haunches went up. Um, but the the thing that I want to talk about is the idea that they. Just drop my pen. Um, they Sorry. literally, they were like, yeah, we have a formula and it worked the first time. So Dragon Age Origins, they were like, you have combat, it's slow, it's boring. 
but the game, like the the, the story, is yours to choose. Yeah. That's their formula, right? So they were like, we're just gonna do like Dragon Age Two is a disaster. We're not even gonna talk about it because it's just like I don't want to go there. But they were like, look, the guy was bad. The gameplay didn't work. The gameplay didn't work. The gameplay didn't work. Let's just do what we did last time, and they did it, and it's not two thousand and seven. So it yeah. just like, and I played the whole game. You can go on, self. You can go watch the whole thing on my channel if you want to, right? <laughs> just so it's there. It. No, look, it's there. And I get so frustrated by the end that I literally cut out all the combat and just have cutscenes because I'm so frustrated <laughs> with the game that in combat all I'm doing is yelling. I'm just like, I hate this. I want it to be over. It's too fucking easy. Like I'm just pissed off because it's shit. Kind of like me when I play any video game. Yeah, basically, Sam. Just turns into actually, a it's just shouting. Just actually, you in like regular life. This is why yeah. I play multiplayer games. It's because you can yell at other people. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah, get the reaction. Man. Um. So, so they decided that they were going to make a game for their fans, right? So they picked their target audience. They were like, we know the people that love Dragon Age Origins are going to love this, yeah. right? Which is fine. And people that love Dragon Age Origins fucking loved it. They were like, Dragon Age Origins is the best game of all time. Give us more. It's what uh, it's kind of, it's kind of the opposite of what uh, From Software did with Dark Souls too. Oh, where and they like, were like, like Dark Souls One was like. Like we know, we know people who like Demon Souls, Demon Souls so yeah. we're just gonna make the game that people who like Demon Souls will like. So they yeah. made Dark Souls, and then they were like, "Shit, Dark Souls did really well. Let's, you know, let's make a game. Let's appeal to a wider audience, which is just mm. like suicide in a sense." Okay, so then you would argue that Bloodborne is even worse in that sense. No, I, w- I don't think so. Bloodborne's a PS3 exclusive. Bloodborne's it, uh, really PS4. cool, which is weird. It's also aesthetically cooler. Okay, but it. It's like, okay... It is the same game. No, 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 I mean... Like, I'm not saying Dark Souls 2 is bad. I'm just saying it's not as good as the first one. No, no, one. look, I, I'll tell you what I think of the Dark Souls, the Souls series in a minute, but <laughs> Bloodborne is even more accessible to a wider audience. Yeah. So, that's that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, would you say that it is, like, the well, next step in that. that progress for them targeting an even bigger... Market? I think once you get to a certain point, though, when it's, like, accessible for everyone, it, it, it sort of becomes a different game. Like, Dark Souls okay. is hard, and, like, if you're not, like, dedicated... And like willing to just like figure it out, you'll like get through the tutorial and you'll and just be it. like, "What do I do? Okay, this well, is hard. I'm gonna quit." And, but Dark Souls Two, which I haven't played, so I'm just basing this okay. off literally nothing. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you my experience with Dark it's, Souls Two in a minute. You can, no, no, finish. It's like you know, a little bit more handholdy. Okay, look, um, I've played um, 235, probably more than that now because I've got Scholar of the First Sin, which is the next. It's like the harder version of the game. Yeah. They released, they re-released it, remastered. It's harder. I've got 230 hours in the original, and then like 40 in the new one. Yeah. Um, and I've played New Game Plus Plus on the original Dark Souls 2. Yeah. Um, and it's a better game than vanilla Dark Souls 2, because it's it's actually the right level of hard. I suppose it's like Diablo 2 versus Diablo 3. Yeah. But the problem is that Diablo 2, you didn't have to play 200 hours of the game to get it good. Yeah, but Dark you want 2. to because it's fun. Yeah, no, 200 but... hours. <laughs> okay, so wait, hang on. Does that so would you Dark you, you like Diablo 2? Yeah. That's why I like Dark Souls 2 is that I had to work to get it to be a good game, but that means that it's a bad game to start with and has the potential to be a good game later on. Mm. Right? Some games have that quality. Mm. Like most MMOs have that quality. Well, a lot of art has that quality. Like I mean, okay, let's we'll talk about yeah, something but... that I mean, so I'm going to talk about... Are you talking about the creation of art rather than the... Well, no, the the consumption of it. Hold that thought. Continue talking about Dark Souls because I know nothing about it and I need to piss. Okay. Well, you do that. I mean, we can talk about about Dark Souls. Um, Can you grab... When you go, can you go upstairs, grab me the iced coffee? Yes. Thank you. Give me a beer. Um, Get... Yeah. Get him... Just get him any... There should be James Bogue. Get him that. It's cheaper. Well, don't mix. Feeding Ben my, my cheap beer. Um, no, because the, the pale ale is, is, is the shared beer. But, um, yeah, so, like, 
you know, to, to, to look at something that's a really popular series. Um, something like Harry Potter, which I hate to talk about, but like it's a good book. it's a good touchstone. Yeah, the books. Yeah. Um, the like first the four, games? first four, are like really good. <laughs> first four are really good. I and take a word for it because I've never read okay, Harry the, Potter. The next ones are not. They're not good. They are. Like the next books aren't great. They're really average art. So it's kind of yeah. the same as like if you start playing a game, you get halfway through and it just kind of like. You can tell they had to get it, like, rushed out for yeah, polish. You some, know, they, yeah. they, you can just sense it, right? I noticed that with, like, a lot of... What is it? Um, Shadow of Mordor. It's like yeah. a super slow build They up gave up. Where they slowly oh, give look, you... Like, mecha- like, they'll give you, like, an eighth of yeah. the, of the uh, like, the, the mechanic where you, like manage the like, uh, like the, the enemy the legions yeah the legions uh, yeah, yeah. like they give you like an eighth of it yeah and then they give you like a little bit and a little bit over like yeah. the course of about 50 hours and then it's just like yeah right we're done no well, <laughs> the, the the weird thing about that is that i played the dlc as well and they they don't they just like they, they, just, they gave up they gave like up. I, I guess what happened was warner brothers were like get that shit out they were like get it out the so door should just take that mechanic and make a multiplayer look it's such a good game <laughs> no like I, I want a game where they just basically take the mechanics and then they make you aragorn and you just go into the world and I, just yeah i literally life. i literally knew nothing about shadow of mordor and i watched a video where they explained that like legions or whatever it is mm. mechanic war war something whatever. war chiefs warlords yeah and, like, I thought it was, like, a separate mode. I was just like, wow, this is really cool and, like, super intricate. And then I realized that it's part of the main game. I'm like, that's pretty cool. But, I, I, like, I played it and, like, you know, it was just Assassin's Creed with orcs, basically. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... Which is fair enough. But it was, re- like, I guess the difference between that and Assassin's Creed is that that was so polished. Shadow of Mordor. Shadow no, Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. It was so polished. Uh, yeah, it was all right. It was pretty Well, cool. I mean, compared to other PC games at the moment. <laughs> yeah. So no, I just went in general, like <laughs> little, like when I played it, that was one of the things I took away from it. I was just like, oh, that was a really polished experience yeah. that I had with it, at least. Yeah, I can get that. I so mean, like the the sort of like the dialogue from the uh, like how they remember you and stuff like that. I yeah, that's pretty cool. It's really, I mean, it was an interesting it felt more idea. alive than Assassin's Creed did. Assassin's Creed feels like alive in sections when you're actually talking to yeah, like specific kind of dies. like NPCs, but everywhere else it's just a fuzz. But it's actually specific gameplay or specific moments. Cheers, man. Um, specific moments feel different and independent and alive compared to others in Assassin's Creed. So a great example is in Assassin's Creed Unity. Um, Sam is desperately trying to open a beer. Uh, he got me the the expensive beer as well yeah it's pretty expensive Um, I'll drink it slowly that's fine Um, I couldn't find the bugs no that's alright yeah so like I mean we we would what were we just talking about Um, Shadow Mortal yeah so Shadow Mortal polish and stuff Um, so like there are specific sections of Assassin's Creed that feel good and specific sections that just feel nothing yeah right so that's like art that feels good and then it doesn't you just kind of fades away yeah. So that to me means that there's a lapse in content where like they had a really good idea and they were like, oh, this is, and I experience this a lot with writing because stories kind of do this naturally where like you have bits which when you're editing them as the person that wrote it, you're like, oh man, I really love, I love that section. It's really interesting to me. But then there are other sections where as you're paging through it and editing, you're like, oh, that just kind of is a, is a haze. With games though, you can kind of get away with, if you have a mechanic that's fun mm. and that's like consistently fun, then you can usually get away with just padding it out for a very long time. That's because so part like, of the art is the gameplay, yeah. right? So, like, games that have, uh, that are, like, super mechanically strong. Especially games that are, like... So give focused. us an example, because you've, you've obviously... You've... Uh, I don't know, Portal. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Portal yeah. is a game where you have two holes and you throw... It's really short, in. though. Oh, you, uh, so you meant, the, you meant the games in general. Portal the first and, yeah, Portal and Portal, too. Yeah. I mean, Portal 2 is just more Portal, except it's written better. 
they sort of had more time. I mean, time. I would argue that it's one of the best written games out there. Oh, I, definitely. I think I mean, it's also really good because it's very accessible to yeah. like everybody, even an audience of people but it's still, who, it's who don't still, play video games. It, it yeah. still ramps up if you if like if you're a super tryhard, you, you can, can really like, go for it. Yeah. Especially sure. finding like a lot yeah, of like well, secret areas. For instance, my girlfriend who doesn't play video games like Level whatsoever, like Candy Crush is probably that's the best thing. That being said, yeah. she's finished GTA Five on her own, like without my help. She's a sociopath. Yeah, <laughs> but like, um, yeah, no, she loves the Portal series, and that's probably the only game she will pick up and like willingly play without me forcing her yeah, to. Yeah, without <laughs> So, well, that okay. So then that's I mean that, that comes co-op is fun as well. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I play really I, hard. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, you have to play it with someone who's also finished Portal 2. Yeah. Because it, it starts at the end of Portal and just, it's like, Portal starts, Portal 2 starts pretty easy and then mm. ramps up and then the co-op just sort of continues on when the game finished. Like, with Specs, that level you know of all the mechanics yeah. and things like that already. Which is good because if the co-op started from the beginning again, it wouldn't be fun because it'd just be like, wow, I've already done this before and I'm going to do it with someone, which... In most cases, is kind of just more annoying unless you literally like fucking in sync with that person. Like you're in the, what, you get in, you, in you're like yeah, the yeah, yeah, Pacific Rim. Uh, yeah, you get you get them. in that. You're like in step. No, yeah. but, I mean no, no, but that does happen though mm. sometimes. Going off what David said, he said he. So you think Portal is probably one of the best written games Portal out two. there? Portal, Portal 2. two, most beautifully written games uh, out there. I say beautifully I written, just well written, best. Yeah. What What do you think is a really well written really game? Well written game. I don't really play many single-player games. That's the problem. Yeah, and I and like most of the well-written games I do play are just like they're not really games. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, um, I don't know games that like something that's well-written doesn't necessarily have to have a lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. No, like it doesn't have to have a lot of substance. But if there's stuff there that you can sort of figure out on your own, then I would argue it's well-written. So like. I think I a game at the end of the day that, like, say you've played through the whole thing, you've finished it, but you're still sitting there wanting more, and you just keep thinking about it, and you maybe go yeah. and play through it again. Like, I think... To, like, um, figure out hidden stuff or whatever, yeah. The last game that did that to me, which is subsequently now my favorite game of all time, is Hotline Miami 2. Oh my god. Yeah, just, no, yeah. Actually, yeah, Hotline Miami is a very well-written game. Yeah. Like, it's... it's Look, it's up there. It does enough to sort of, you know, introduce you to the the odd world that it's set in okay um at least the first game does so the second game sort of takes what the first game because the first game in hotline miami really doesn't explain much no it sort of just sets up this weird world leaves you to figure everything out for yourself yeah and then this but then the second game has a lot more like structured solidified storylines but still still has a lot of the weird still does not answer a lot of your questions still doesn't really help (laughs) still doesn't really tell you everything there is to know about like who these people are and, and then on top of that the game do. is insanely fun the mechanics are really good so yeah. even though it is the same like the same game that, like have you finished it david have you played through um it? i'll talk about played... i'll talk about my experience with hotline have you played the, in a have you played the first one yeah have you played the second one no okay, well, the second just, one is insanely the, different yeah it's like whether especially with the masks they they basically they took the first one they took the gameplay aesthetics except for the whole you know uh, you're one character and each mask gives you a different ability. Yeah. Mm. Now you're like seven different characters. And each of them are insanely different. Y- they're all insanely different. They have their own goals, motives, and all- they all fit into the story Literally in some one of way. the masks is basically the Ice Climbers from Smash Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's two characters And it one. basically, it jumps forward and back in time. Yeah. And it has a lot more story to it. Like, there's a lot more, there's like... There's a lot more port, like, downtime between. Yeah. There's a lot more is going on. Is it kind of like Heavy... What's the game? Heavy Rain. Yeah. What, Jason the video game? 
Is it kind of is it kind of like that with the characters? Or is it um, um, yeah, but more characters. Okay. Yeah, more characters, and um, they're not all likable, and no. it, it doesn't tell you like you, you're kind doesn't, of. It doesn't really like humanize many of them. So it's basically, no. it's basically the gang characters. Basically, it's, the game yeah. doesn't humanize so them at it's all. It's basically no. like the game. Well, of Thrones the gang characters like yeah. the um because that's kind of what they the are. the animal mask wearing characters yeah. for anyone who's played the game. They were basically put in the game, I think they're referred to as the fans, but they were put in because a lot of players wanted Hotline Miami 2 to be Hotline Miami 1. So they were yeah. put in to, like, answer to that audience, basically. To have the animal masks. Yeah, it? to have the animal masks. I'm, I'm not even mad. The animal mask was, like, sort of... No. It's no, like that um, like you You can, like... Well, Tony's my favourite character. Tony's the guy I played every single time. He's the guy who kills instantly with his fists. Oh, yeah, and, like, you, fists, you, yeah. you just get to beat everyone to death with your fists. I, I loved that. But yeah, like, that ending, the ending of Hotline Miami 2, that is one of the few games that has had an ending which left me kind of in yeah. a state of almost shock shock yeah. and really happy it happened like that but yeah. really sad at it's the same like, time mm. and just the ending music and as you see each character like I don't want to spoil it for anyone but you, it goes back and shows you each character and it really it gives you this feeling of like oh shit all of what I just did has led to this and I think I think one reason that game is so good is that it's a sort of a culmination of a lot of really like the soundtrack's amazing yeah the visuals are very like well done and then like the, the violence gameplay never is, gets boring yeah somehow yeah and like the <laughs> gameplay is super fun <laughs> and like because those three things are there it's like it's exceptionally good i can man okay. i can then still... you have then you have a game like hatred which is actually in my opinion my opinion hatred is one of the super sneakiest artsy games and like ever because it's so bad no like, it's terrible not, like, not in the sense that it's like, oh, think of the children. No, it's just so boring. Like, there's nothing no, fun okay. about hatred. It's really I'm, I'm unfamiliar. You'll have to explain that to it's me. It's just hatred. this game where they're like, the trailer came out, and it was just, it's basically just... <laughs> you can explain this one. Uh, it was the most, like, 12-year-old edgy thing I've ever seen. It's just like... So it's trying... Like, I, I hate the world, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill everyone. And yeah, it's just like, right. you're watching, you're like, this is so lame. And, it's like, the gameplay is, like, super, like... Like... Beyond violent, it's just like kind of over the top. Um, it rem- like it Mortal a- Kombat over the top. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah no. no, more just like more like really like especially stupid. Postal like Two over yeah. the top. It's not really. Like, it's, no, it's, it's bad stupid. taste for the sake of bad it's, taste. No, it's just it's not over the top. Violent. It's like it's almost like too real. Sort yeah, of like the violence, but then you play it and it's like it's the same like execution animation over and over and over. There's like five animations and like yeah. it's max pain. gets boring real and it's quick. Super boring and it's just like that's like the new Spec Ops because the guys who made it they were like yeah we want to do this because we want because we like we believe that games are can be artistic and we want to like show like we want to do something outside the norm yeah. so we're, so they're like we're gonna make a super violent game and it's like they could have easily pulled it off if they just did some sort of aesthetic changes you know like make the main character not just a real like not a parody. Like, main yeah. character is such a parody of, like, every, like, edgy 14-year-old. Yeah. yeah. And, like... Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah. Pretty well, yeah. He's, he's, the sha- he's Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> and, like, they they sort of, like... You know, a lot of people who are, like, interested in the game sort of, like, threw this, like, pin on it that it's, like, the anti-SJW game. And they just ran with it. They're like, yeah, that's what we are. Um, tell the people like, what SJW they, means. Social justice warrior. Okay, thanks. It's just, like, anti... Like... 
basically anti-tumblr like, yeah pretty much <laughs> like everyone who was like up in arms about hatred it's just like yeah stick it to those left liberal well, fucks okay and it's like the game came out and it's just mind mind-numbingly okay, yeah. boring yeah. but but yeah but okay so they did something really clever which either, is it, no, if, no. Okay. If it was intentional or not, no, either it way, no, it's super no, clever. it doesn't matter because they they knew who they were making it for. Mm. Which oh. which kind of I mean I talk a lot about pre work when I talk about art, and yeah. so pre work is like you do research on who you're actually making a thing for. So mm. the difference between like making art to sell and making art to go to an audience. Mm. And so a good example is like the Telltale Borderlands game. The Telltale guys did their pre work on who plays Borderlands, Us. and they well no <laughs> they they made a game and they were like not oh. Me. Dickheads, oh, really? <laughs> dickheads with weird senses of humor play Borderlands. That's who we're targeting. Um, equally, the guys who made Dear Esther were like, oh, this is kind of a weird artsy thing that weird artsy people are going to enjoy. That's yeah. who they targeted it for. So, like, pre-work is really important because without it, like, you might as well just not make art. Because art, like, has to be consumed or it's basically pointless. Yeah. But I think Which is, I mean, someone will always consume... For, for argument's sake, I should say. <laughs> someone will always consume something. Like, even like you can put something on the internet and at least one person will well, play you, it. You, it can be self-consumption. You can make art for yourself. Yeah, that's but, true. Okay. like, beyond yeah, that, yeah. at least one... Like, like, there's a website literally dedicated to showing you videos on YouTube that have zero views and you're the first viewer. Yeah. And you just, you just sit on it and you just go through videos that people have put up. What the fuck's the point? Because it's like, funny. If you, okay, but well, if you upload a video and watch it yourself, surely there's no, one okay. view that no, already no, no, that's how, that's how the algorithm works. That's how YouTube works. No. But, um, YouTube doesn't count your own. It says. Does it not? No, no. it'll tell you. So that, that one video I put up literally has 100 views without me, my yeah. views added. I yeah, feel probably. a lot more justified. Well, it depends, it depends <laughs> where your ideas at. Like, you can sit there refreshing and the, the account will go up, but it won't actually register oh, on their end. Okay. And, like, give it a few days, and, like, someone else will see the zero views. Yeah. Um, but I guess the idea there is that, like, and we keep coming back to this, is that art has to be consumed in some way for it to kind of be art, right? Like, yeah, you can, you can yeah. consume it yourself. And so part of, yeah, and you can be for yourself. So, like, you can write yourself a poem that's just for you, if you yeah. write poems. That's still art, right? So like writing in a if journal. If you're into that sort well, of Well, yeah, thing. if not, writing in a journal is art. Or, like, drawing yourself a picture is art. Like, if that's what you want to do, right? Yeah. So, but you have to know who you're making art for. You might as well not fucking bother. Yeah. So, like, even if you're just making art, you're still making it for someone that you have... Like, even if you're consciously doing it. Super important for games, because games take so fucking long to make. Well, it's and like... You know, it can be, like, four years of your life. Yeah, if you make something that you haven't really figured out if, like, really anyone's gonna bother with it, and you spend a shit long time on it, and you release it, and then it's just, like, nothing happens, you'd be like, mm, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's usually pretty obvious to work out if someone wants it. Yeah. So, a great example is, um... I was telling you about Firewatch, which is this game that's coming up. Oh, yeah. And it's actually, like, it isn't really that much of a game. You're, it's a first-person game. The main mechanic is you can talk on a radio. It's, and it's, you walk around. It's, it's a deer Esther in a forest. Yeah. With a walkie-talkie. But, and I was like, <laughs> I, I hadn't heard of it, and I saw a trailer, and I was like, ah, oh, it looks okay. And then I, IGN, for some reason, had, like, a first gameplay or whatever. And I watched it, and, like, after 30 seconds, I, I, was just, I didn't move. I was like, I have to watch the rest of this. And yeah. there was something about it, it immediately just, I was like, oh, this was made for me. But so whoever was making that was like, oh, it's going to be for people that like art and writing, but also like games that are kind of simple and like nice to play and feel... Nice games. Well, no, no, well, well, we, talk, we used to talk about this a lot, but the idea of like the game feel is nice. Yeah. It feels good. Well, the and funny thing with games, like games, that are, games like Dear Esther and like Gone Home and stuff, it's that mm. there's no, there's no, um, there's like no skill ceiling. Or like there's no there's no like skill 
Yeah, like, yeah. there's no difficulty curve. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's piss easy the whole time. But, like, that's not the point. So, like, if someone... It means that, like, anyone can play it. Because the thing with games is that, like, you could never... Like, you could actually, like, not get to the end of a story. Mm -hmm. Like, you could be, like, unable to finish it just because it's difficult. Um, Ninja and, like, Gaiden. Yeah. And, like, some games are, like, purposely just ridiculously hard because the point of the game isn't to really win. The point of the game is to just, you know, overcome. Was to experience. Yeah. So Dark Souls. Or to just die a mm. fuck on. So Super Meat Boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but that's actually a shitty game. Super Meat Boy. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. No, it isn't. It's, okay, well, we have, I mean, we've always had a different opinion. Well, Super Meat Boy is mechanically very strong. Uh, yeah, but... It's a super yeah, tight... but unfortunately, the... Okay, so unfortunately for, like, this is the only reason I think it's shit, is that they had the option to do a really good, like, they were like, okay, we have this great idea, it's gonna be really hard. It's, well, there, there is Meat Boy, the original, yeah. which is just a Flash game. Yes. They're like, let's just make a... Let's just make let's a just, game. Did it begin on Newgrounds? Yeah. Yeah, it was well, Newgrounds. Everything did. In the, most like, good games. Everything from that era. Most, like, Flash-looking games, like yeah. Castle Crashes started on Newgrounds. Brilliant. Yeah. Love yeah. Castle Crashes. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Paladin, amazing artist. <laughs> no, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Um... I have no idea where I was going with that. I was going to insult your taste, but... You were going to say that Super Meat Boy was shit. And yeah, of... which I'm not going to do anymore, because no. it's... But, like, it's I mean, I have just a personal opinion. I just didn't enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, you, you can, like, dislike um, it, look, but it's not a shit game. No, yeah, no. But I I experienced it, and I was like, oh, that wasn't made for me. Yeah. Like, immediately. And so that means that, No, like, yeah, it's definitely not. Yeah, like, so, I like, tell that from so like, someone... No, so that means that, like, when you make a thing, you have to make it for a person or a type of person. Yeah. Right? So, like, the reason that people... So, like, say you're sitting at home, and, like, most people that listen to this are going to be artists of some kind. Or they're going to be wanting to do art. Yeah. Or they think art is interesting. Because otherwise, why... Oh, it's just going to be sad and lonely. Yeah, and like, otherwise you're just... Them. Yeah. Um, and it, it sounds fucking wankers. Why go somewhere else? Come on. <laughs> so, like, you know, you've, you've at least got some vested interest. Or you listen to, to, the, to the series, or you look at the art. Or so you do something that interests you well, about... For some reason, you follow me on Twitter. Yeah, you I follow like Ben this. on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and... You'll yeah. be like, who's this? And I'll insult you a bit later about your Twitter as well, because I've made a note about that. But, um, so, like, you have to make art for someone, and part of that is deciding where your art goes. I mean, like, I mean, literally, physically, literally. where does your art go? Yeah. So, like, I mean, I've, I dot pointed my options. So, like, a lot I of people. Mine as well. A lot of people have, like, this. Yeah, because it's very different for you than yeah. this for me. So, like, DeviantArt, so there's a lot of graphical and uh, written art on DeviantArt. So there's a lot of poets and stuff like that that, that put that stuff yeah. on DeviantArt. Um, you've also got your Tumblr, so that's kind of a different culture as well. That's yeah. that's you're posting to a culture, not to a to a place. Um, you've got obviously your Facebook, so anything that is being shared through yeah. your what I would call like your pedestrian social media, so something that's much more um, above bar. Um, you've got Twitter, which obviously has subcultures, and you know you have yeah. spheres in Twitter, um, and then sort of your YouTube, so um, your Let's Play stuff that we do, so podcasts. This this is on YouTube as well. You know, it's also on the site internally. It's also on iTunes stuff like that. So that, for me, YouTube kind of encompasses that sphere yeah. of, like, um, media that's delivered through that kind of system. So for, if you're making art for a video game, like, what are your options? Well, obviously, with a video game, you need to be able to play it. Sure. So, some, so things like YouTube are just, like, unless unless your game is made to be, like, let's played. So like something Five Nights at Freddy's or something. Five Nights at... Oh, yeah, sort of. Yeah, games like that. I'm sorry, I mean, the, one, the ones after the first one were literally yeah. just made for let's played. <laughs> And like so. I am bread. Basically, any simulator game was pretty much just made for let's players. Okay. Because they're not really fun to play, but they're fun to watch someone scream at. So it's made to be watched. Yeah. More so than then, played. okay. So the, what are your options if you want to, if like to? I mean, like most of the time, most like indie devs is sort of like you just post on your personal 
page. Yeah, like, personal web page. Um, so like glitch hikers, you can download from. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are like there are obviously like distribution channels mm. like going through Steam or like um, going the through humble bundles and indie yeah, stands. And... Like have it like that's mainly for sale. Like, yeah, you just yeah. want to like get stuff out there. Like I've I've posted games on Tumblr before, mm. just like a browser like browser-based games yeah that just you just post a link to someone and someone plays it and you're like all right so that's the that's equivalent it. of like a uh, um new grounds or something yeah and yeah. it's like it's still being hosted like on a website like my website mm-hmm. but it's you know you share it through other avenues yeah and i, I kind of miss the days of like flash games and like browser games like we had we had like an era where like you know, with Unity, with, like, the browser plugin, where it's just like, oh, we're going to have, like, really high-quality games in the browser. Yeah. But, like, now, the like, the Unity player is shit. Um, yeah, I mean, that was, that was the RuneScape era. It's like... Yeah, and it's being, like, like unsupported by Google Chrome, which is unfortunate, because well, everyone uses Chrome. Yeah, I mean, well, we could talk about Google being assholes about supporting stuff yeah. at a different time, but, like... That's why I switched to Firefox. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the email clients either, but, like, just, you know, part of that is that you have like the landscape in which you can put your art changes yeah. and the way that you monetize art changes and the way that you can actually make money from stuff changes over time. Yeah. And so like, you can't rely on one thing. Even just on top of that, there's like plenty of just like sort of forums and groups of people well, yeah. who, who make got spaces. and play other people's video games. Yeah. Like 4chan has a, uh, has like a board mm. for game developers. Well, it has a thread in one of their boards. Interesting. And it's full of just, like, the funniest shit. And, like, Reddit has uh, their game dev subreddit. And they... You sort of... It's... When you have communities like that, you'll always have, like, this sort of... They'll always be, like, the king of, like, that forum. Or, like, whatever. They'll always be, like, that yeah, one guy no, that, yeah. that has a game that's, like, super good. No, he's, he's the guy that was smoking in high school. Yeah. <laughs> No, he he was a guy who was smoking in high school. Like he's he's cool. He um like not. I'm sorry. I should call. <laughs> smoking is not cool, but yeah. um, it's for, pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> look, pretty look awesome. if you're a detective, do it. Yeah, yeah. for a, I know for Reddit, it was a, uh, I think it was like Airbrawl or something. Sure, it was this like flying dog fighting game, and like like everyone would just like fucking wank over it. It was like crazy. <laughs> just a little circle. I think, it, it, I think it, it was one of those games that like when it released on Steam, it was like instantly at the top of the sales yes. list and everyone's just like what the fuck is this shit yeah everyone's like where did this come from and then it's just because there's one that one community yeah sure so i guess for them like you've got they already have like an audience so like yeah. where they put their stuff doesn't really matter so they've already decided who they're targeting yeah so that the kind of delivery is irrelevant because they're gonna have a target market anyway um and, but i guess like part of that is like if 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 that guy made another game it would be pretty obvious to his audience that he made it because it's like so like a lot of the times it's stylistically or it's yeah. in some way it's like you know that it's that person. Like everyone knows Kojima games. Yeah. Everyone knew PT was a Silent Hill game before. Yeah. Yeah. They sort of realized and like, it. Um, if you play, you'd be like, this this isn't an indie game. This yeah. is made by someone. And now it's um, uh, it's been scrapped, but yeah. there's like a spiritual successor game coming from oh, really? that. Yeah. Oh fuck! I was looking. Del at Toro it was working on it, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Which really upset me. I was um, like, wow, Del Toro doing something. Holy shit! What is this? This <laughs> pile of money has disappeared. Yeah. Um, I forget what it's called, but there's a spiritual successor game, which is basically exactly the same as PT yeah. coming out. But the minute the minute that you saw anything from that, you're like, oh, that's obviously a Silent Hill game, because you just know, because there's a stylistic. And the same with like, yeah, like um. Edmund McMillan games. They're all yeah. the same. 
So I tend to refer to that as like <laughs> someone's flourish or their like signature. The signature. So like even if it's not a signature, it's on the piece of paper. So like even if I don't it's like label a stylistic. Yeah. Signature. So like I don't like Stephen King doesn't write his name on every page. But the minute you pick up a Stephen King piece of writing, you know that it's him because yeah. he's got a voice and he's got a tone. And that's the same with like if you watch a film and you're like, oh, this is a. It's set in Maine. Well, if like, it's go. obviously it's a Stephen King. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, um, uh, you're watching a film and then there's a camera in the boot, and you're like, yeah, that's it's, it's Tarantino. <laughs> it's, yeah. no, it's set in Maine, and your lead character is a struggling writer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, that could be, well. that could be, yeah, probably alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So oh, I mean, it's there's just the Stephen King. Yeah, yeah, but there are like certain stylistic flourishes which we know exist, and we we can identify immediately. Yeah. And I think a really important part of finding art that is deliverable and enjoyable is that you produce one of your own and that you have one and mm-hmm. that something like there's a part of being a good artist that is you have a flourish that people recognize that doesn't happen overnight you have to make art for years but the only way that that's going to happen is if you put your art out there one of the interesting things with games is that a lot of like tools that people use to sort of help in the making game process mm. basically unity i'm going to talk about unity okay is unity has like a feel mm-hmm. like a certain feel to the to the physics, a certain feel to like the shaders, a certain feel to just everything about it. Sure. And like, because it's such a good tool for like making stuff like quick and easy. Yeah. A lot of like, you know, you see a lot of new newer developers using it. And, you know, like Unity has a pretty bad rep, like yeah. already, because there's a lot of shit that's well, made it's, with Unity. It's it's easy and it's free and it's yeah. accessible. But and they and they all sort of feel the same. I know what you mean. So it's like using like but then there are other games made in Unity, which the developers really, you know, they just, like, they took Unity, but then sort of just, like, built their own engine on top of it. Well, the, um, the one you are talking about before with the, uh, the, the, the hand, Surgeon Simulator, that's yeah, that was Unity. Unity. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it doesn't, like, that game doesn't feel like Unity, mm-hmm. compared to, like, you know, what some sort of newer kid would do. Um, like, The Long Dark feels like Unity. Yeah. It's a great game, but it feels like Unity immediately. And, like, Guns of Icarus Online kind of feels like Unity. Yeah, it ha- it has that weird. You could, the physics Floaty, feels yeah. like the Unity. physics, especially because like most people just use Unity's physics because like whatever yeah. it's got physics in it. But like even on top of that, just like the way it handles like you know, depth of field. No, yeah, I mean like the minute you pick up a game that's in CryEngine. Oh yeah. The minute you pick up a game that's in Frostbite Engine. Then you pick up any Call of Duty and it feels identical as the last one. Uh, yeah. So there's so there's a certain stylistic like, feel. With yeah, with engines yeah. in particular. Um, which I is th- like sort of this weird thing with games where it's just like it's almost as if like you'd look at a painting and you'd be able to tell what paintbrush was used. <laughs> and, and who painted it yeah. and in what era it's yeah. the same thing it's the and same it's, thing and we, I mean, it's so weird we talk about it as like game feel because there's no other like way to articulate yeah. it kinesthetics yeah, as they like to call it if you're especially wanky yeah if you're a little bit which we are but, um, <laughs> but yeah no I mean that's that's a really important point is that like that is for you, for that developer that's their flourish or their style yeah so like when you make a piece of art and this is something that I've talked about a lot is that you don't necessarily need to fucking watermark it because if you make it in a way that is like you People are gonna know it's you anyway. Yeah. So like, there's a, a great example is like Jim Lee is a he's a the Lee, he he kind of owns DC now, but he started off as this like, you know he's he's a contracting, uh, freelance comic book artist. Yeah. And DC were like, yeah, look, we'll give you we'll give you one comic because we we've run out of like we'll just we'll put you on for one comic. Yeah. And he drew one comic and they were like, oh cool, <laughs> oh this is the best thing we've ever seen. And they were like, oh, we want you to do all this, this, and that. And, like, we want to do, do all these posters. And he talks about it in hindsight. And he's like, yeah, I did a lot of covers for them. I didn't necessarily do full comics till later. 
But he was like, yeah, I was really concerned that people wouldn't know it was me because, like, it didn't have my name on it necessarily because your name doesn't go on the cover if no. you're not the comic book artist, right? Yeah. He just would draw the covers. Um, like, you'd be able, like, if you put, like, all this stuff together and then compared it to, like, other cover You would know it's him. You'd notice it, yeah. But what, what he noticed and what he talks about a lot is that the minute that he produced a few of them and people knew his name, they were like, oh, that's a Jim Lee... Like, they just knew when they saw yeah. it because he has a certain style and feel. And it's like, okay, that's... Like, he, he had this unique thing, and he eventually got to the point where he was so desired that he just kind of accidentally bought DC. Like, he, he's just, like, <laughs> like he's one of their lead writers and artists. So, yeah. Like, he's really important now. But, like, he slid into that role because he was so distinctive in what he did. And he talks about, like, being anxious about watermarking and having his name on stuff. But if you're distinctive enough, it's not really a problem. Yeah. And so, like, you don't see video game developers, like, with a logo on a watermark in the bottom of their game the whole time. Yeah, you don't see. Because they but trust I you to know... Because you're experiencing it at the time. But at least with, like, big trip, like, sort of similar, like, with big AAA games, like, most, like, you, like when you think, like, I don't know, Skyrim. Yeah. And you're like, oh, who's that? It's just like, oh, it's Bethesda. It's like, oh, who's Bethesda? It's like, it's Todd Howard. So it's like, Todd Howard didn't make that whole game. Yeah, but his, it's, it's his identity. That yeah, goes with it. but it's like... There's an association. If you look at, like, the specific, like, individual art pieces yeah. that build up to make Skyrim, it's like, they're all nameless. Yeah. And they all, but they all have to, f and like on top of that, they all have to fit the same aesthetic. Like you're not gonna have like a texture artist doing like fucking cartoonish mountains, or like cell shaded, in like cell shaded mountain mountains because that's what he does. Yeah, like they have to fit the aesthetic. So it's like when you, when you're in like a team, especially like, the, like each individual's name sort of gets more diminished. It hadn't even occurred to me to yeah. think of it like that, particularly with video games. I think that's but, really like when you're when you're on your own, which is kind of how like. Notch made it like you know Notch became Notch yeah and like yeah. Edmund McMullen became Edmund McMullen mm. because he does pretty much everything well that was what Tom Hall did with the first Doom yeah you know so I mean it's that idea of like that unique I mean I hadn't thought of it like that with the teams of video games and stuff because yeah. you, you kind of become part of that whole you have to, yeah you have to be, you have to morph into the team but like if it. if Todd Howard started up a studio and gave it a different name and didn't tell anyone it was Todd Howard and he, re he released a game we'd immediately know it's him you'd know it's Todd Howard because yeah. there's a certain style that he it's the same reason that like when Torchlight came out everyone's just like this is just Diablo and surprise surprise there's a bunch of Di Diablo devs on the team who did it Torchlight um I'm trying there was a recent game and same with that. like League of Legends and Dota Gwinsu yes. went to League, Ice Frog went to Dota 2, mm. and it's just like, so like, yeah, it shows, because they're MOBAs. Mm. Yeah, and it feels the same. Yeah. And I mean, and that's why every other MOBA that came out just feels shit. Yeah, it's, because they, they can't the get original, it. They can't, well, they can't get the feeling. They can't for the original Well, feeling. it's why, like, open-world fantasy games aren't that good. They're not Skyrim, and no one can seem to do it. That's why no one can do DayZ, because they're not some random New Zealander. Well, like, <laughs> that's, no, well, that, that's, that's why the DayZ standalone doesn't feel good. Because it's not... Yeah, true, it's not him anymore. It's not Rocket. Yeah. Like, like, it just doesn't feel like Rocket. I mean, the first one, it was like, you pick it up, mm. and it's like, oh, this feels like... It feels Daisy. so bad. You're like, no, no, but like... But, <laughs> it's so... But, you know, so bad, it's good, yeah. But that's part of his signature and his flourish. Is yeah, that like this... not finishing games. Well, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Part of his finish. No, look. The act of no, not. But, but his finish is being able to take a bunch of dissonant components and make them into a thing which is functional enough that we spent... Too many hours. No, playing. like, yeah. but too many hours straight. Like, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, we need a break because it's broken. It was like, it's broken, but we, like, but there was just... no, there were times when it would break and it would stop, and we would be like, no, we're gonna stay till it works. No, it, yeah, because so... it would be like, oh, I walked down a step and broke my leg. Instead yeah. of getting mad at the game, I'm just gonna realize 
walking down steps breaks your leg. Yeah, that's no, the rule of the game. But, but like, he makes that work. Yeah. And that's part of his signature, right? These zombies are horribly glitchy and they teleport around. Yeah, the place. I love it. <laughs> so, like, I think something that he did pretty well is he leveraged the resources that he had in a way. So, he basically, yeah. and this is actually a really convenient segue for me, but. He leveraged components he had that were outdated and shitty, and he made something that didn't suck. Well, he made a mod. Yeah, but it, and like, if you want to make it big in video games, yeah, make a but mod. he kind of like he kind of like re. Counter-Strike's a mod. Yeah, there's a mod. Yeah. Uh, what else is a mod? Um, I don't know. Technically, I'm trying to think of what started out as a mod. I guess like. Natural Selection Two was a mod. Well, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Chivalry was a mod. Yeah. I mean, you know, basically like a lot of, of first-person indie. Out. Yeah. yeah. So out like. As a mod. Yeah. Um, so that kind of idea of, like, you take components that you have that aren't necessarily top of the line and you make something that doesn't suck because you can actually make art is really important to understand if you're sitting at home and you do it as a hobby or you do it full-time is, like, you don't necessarily need, uh, you know, like a $15,000 piece of hardware to do a thing that someone else is doing. Yeah. You can do it with a pen and paper if, if it's just a, yeah. if it's a picture, but you have to just get it right. And it's like, you can, you know, you don't necessarily have to work on pen and paper, but you can, you don't have to necessarily get the top-end components to make good art. A lot of good games start out as pen and paper. Prismata yeah. started out as pen and paper. Yeah. I love Prismata. Well, a great example is, like, you could argue there are a lot of games now sort of derived from the D&D formula, right? Yeah. And that's, like, it's a fucking phenomenal game. We've yeah. all played D&D, &D and it's great. D&D's great. And, but it's really simple, and they didn't have, Gary Gygax didn't have, he didn't have any tools, he just had a pen and an idea. And right? an awesome yeah. name. Look, yeah, yeah and, and like, sick name. like yeah. 300 pounds of excess I'd marry into that, that slowly killed <laughs> But like, I think the idea there is that you can leverage what you have for not necessarily money. So something that's really important to understand yeah. is that when you want to make art, you can do shit. Like you can do a contract for someone and instead of being like, you know, so they can't, they can't pay you like the $400 that your art is worth. Yeah. Maybe be like, okay, give me 50 and like, can I have that old computer that you don't use that sits in your office? <laughs> or like, no, like seriously, it's so like. So now we're just talking about like well, bombing around. Well, no, 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 it's it but, no, but like, like the difference. From the bottom. Yeah, like knowing how to get from like, oh, I have nothing to like, oh, no, I have things that I can make things yeah. with that I can make Especially more with, things with. At least with, uh, even with games, there's so many free tools out there. Totally. Even if you like, and like, if you don't know how to code, there are so many like free ways to learn how to program. Yeah. Like Code Academy and stuff like oh, that. Like you can, I mean, I learn HTML from a website. Yeah. Which <laughs> is crazy. Coded in HTML. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then I learned CSS from a website that was covered in CSS. And yeah. it's like, that to me is just like, okay, that's a thing that you can, like there's ways, there's I learned, avenues. I learned Python in uni in a program written in Python. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But that's a thing. So like there are ways you can, um, you can get what you need without having to drop tons of money. Yeah. And without having to be rich and without having to spend a lot of time. You just have to think about what you're doing. So, like, maybe you do a piece of art. So, like, you know, maybe don't ask for money if you're not, like, a well-known artist. So, like, if you're drawing pictures, maybe don't be like, oh, you know, I'll do commission work. Maybe you have a favorite YouTuber that you watch who's, like, relatively small. And you're like, oh, like, you send them an email and you're like, hey, I drew this piece of channel art. Or I drew this piece of a thumbnail that you can use for this series that I love. And they'll be like, oh, that's great. And they might not use it. But they're yeah. going to remember that you did that. And then maybe in a year or in two months or in four weeks when they're starting a new series, it might be like, hey, look, do you, could, can you draw this thing? It's what, um, it's what Esquire Bob did with Game Grumps. He was like the yes. first person to do Game Grumps animated. So, and you now know, his stuff is on the Game Grumps channel. Yeah, so that's a great example of like, you don't necessarily have to want to get money. You can yeah. just leverage exposure. Like maybe you do a job for someone in exchange. They put you on the credits of their website or they tweet you a few times. Oh, yeah, game, game Grumps in general, they promote a lot of their like fans. 
Like yeah. the, the, the whole intro to our what, Guild Grumps, yeah. that was all done by a fan who did the 3D game Grumps animated That's stuff. awesome. Yeah. See, that kind of thing is great, because it means that, like, there are avenues for you to get success and to find your footing without having to be like, yeah, I need money to do this, because that's the only way that... Because, like, while it's true that you need to get paid, it doesn't have to be money. Yeah. So that's a big thing that I encourage you. If, like, you are doing art, think about other things that you can get. So exposure... Like sexual favors. Se yeah. Sexual favors. Or really good paintbrushes. Really yeah. good paintbrushes. Um... And sexual you know, favors, shitty, <laughs> shitty old laptops. Sexual favors with really good sexual favors, yeah. sexual involving favors paintbrushes. With, you know, yeah, like yeah, actually with the paintbrush. With the paintbrush, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I guess my caveat for that is that if you're gonna do that, fucking write a contract. I thought you were gonna fucking wear a condom. No, well, <laughs> 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 maybe do that too. But um, but with with if you're gonna get something from someone for doing a thing. Even if it's just like a fucking Word document that you've printed out and had them sign, write it down. Because if you're doing art at, you know, on the weekend or whatever, aside from your day job and you do something like this and you're like, hey, you know, you know if I do this for you, can you do this for me? Fucking write it down and get them to <laughs> sign it. Because people are terrible. Yeah. So if you want someone to tweet about you three times for drawing a picture, get them to sign a fucking contract that says they will tweet about you three times yeah. when you draw them a picture. And it sounds stupid, but it's really simple, and it just gives you the insurance, and it means that you seem more professional immediately, because you're offering contracts, and you're doing things that successful people do. And plus, if they're a shithead, they won't fuck you over, because it's in contract. Yeah, so they're aware that there's a law that exists yeah. somewhere, you know? So I guess that's my advice if you're going to go into doing any kind of art and you're going to be leveraging things like favors or cheap merchandise or old shitty equipment because they can't afford to pay you. Make sure you write it down. If, yeah, if you're making games and you're looking for art, just get commission work, I guess. Yeah. It's really hard because like, some games you can pretty much get art entirely through commissions. Like Skullgirls was a surprising amount of commission art. Yeah. They they just sort of went to... like a, They had a team of artists, but they pretty much went, you know like, make their characters. And you can kind of do that with a fighting game because everything's, like, super discreet. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like, we need to make a new character. So it's like, okay, ring up the artist and commission one character. Yeah. And so they write, they, like, they draw the character, they draw the animations, then they draw, like, the, like, all the moves that they need and then they just send it over and then it gets put in the game. Yeah. It's like, but, like, like, on the other hand, if game, like, I don't know, Braid, where it's like, it's not really, like, discreet. Like, everything sort of flows from one thing to one another like you have your character which is super discreet but like the environments that you're in it's just like you'd have an art team going like i need a bush it's like <laughs> what kind of bush it's just like i just need a bush, yeah, like, need a bush from the and i'm just gonna place it like 20 times in this game yeah because i just need a bush yeah and it's like we you know need a bush yeah everyone needs a bush. <laughs> no well i mean that's every now and then that, yeah. that i mean that that's, that's something that you can do and you can just be a guy for like even though it's boring you can be a guy that draws bushes for six months. I know, and then some guy's like, hey, draw me a sword. And then eventually you're drawing characters. Yeah. So you just have to kind of take what you can get. Game devs are always wanting art. Yeah. But like, never, never work for free. Always get something. So yeah. always, get to, always get a tweet out. Always get a shout out. Always get a credit. Like, just don't. Because the minute you work for free, you devalue the art that you're making. And I, that sounds really wanky, but like, it's true. Yeah. Because the minute you do anything for free, it's like you set a standard for the fact that your art could be free. True. And by that, I don't mean, like, don't put your art out for free, because obviously all of this is free. But, like, there's a value proposition there where it's, like, I wouldn't be, like, hey, to like, I wouldn't be to an artist, hey, can you do this piece for us, but we're not going to pay you. For, doing something for free can be good if you, like, if you sort of distribute it, f distribute it for free. 
Yes. Like in like the difference between just like giving it to one person for free versus like giving it to everyone. Because like there's plenty of free stuff out there that like everyone knows. Like Kevin McLeod's royalty free music. Like everyone fucking knows. Well, that like Rooster Teeth's content is free. Yeah. And it's like because it's free to everyone, like everyone sees it. Yeah. So like everyone knows like like everyone knows about it. So instead of just like giving it to one dude for free and it being in one place. Yeah. And there being no credit or anything because you did it for free. It's like, it's somewhere where you're just like handing it out to everyone. So everyone's just like, oh, I got this free thing from this guy. And <laughs> yeah. this, like the guy who made it. So it's Yeah, like, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's a different, it's totally different as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's a good point. And that's kind of probably where we'll, we'll wrap up for this one. Um, and so just to kind of give you guys a quick recap, um, which I, I try and tend to do because yeah, I realized yeah. last time it's a pretty good idea because like we talk about a lot of stuff. But like, I guess the things we covered mainly, the idea of games having kind of two primary components that make them art. Or art having two components that make it art, which is it has to be consumed selectively, um, and then it has to leave some kind of a lasting impact of some kind, good or bad, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um, and so I guess the other thing is like non-monetary rewards and doing something, like always getting something and write your shit down. Like write write things down that you want if you're asking someone for something, because it's so easy for big corp- like bigger people to, than like if you're working for someone they can always turn around and be like yeah no nah, we didn't agree to that like I don't. Always write down, I owe you one gobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Like, that's... Even if it's just, like, you know... Um, even if it's something small, just make sure you write your shit down. And keep a record of that stuff as well. Because um, it's really good for resumes and stuff if you know exactly what you've done. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's kind of... I mean, that's about the size of, of everything today. Um, so, I guess... I mean, well, thank you for coming, obviously, because... Yeah, it's been, it's been fun. It's been an education for us, I think. I've learned a bit, um, One and as a half always. years down. Yeah, look haven't drunk all my beer which is good um but yeah i mean that's that's pretty much it from us um if you guys got any parting words uh follow me on twitter oh hey, yeah i'm cool. sorry what 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 handle are you using at the moment <laughs> um at potato potato yeah um, can you so, say, can you say it again really clearly into the microphone so there's potato uh, yeah and then potato uh, yeah which is p a yeah tell us about p-o-t yeah, <laughs> you can't smell p- potato it's potato but um, why did it change um do you want the story of potato potato? Yeah. I don't so, know why you're not limes anymore. You were limes for years. Yeah, so... You're limes literally for the entire of our adult life. You've been limes. Um, I'm mainly just potato potato in a few few different circles. So you, so, you know, at Sizzler, how they had the... I used to work at Sizzler. Uh, we did, yeah. yeah. We all worked at We all Sizzler. used to. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, the potato One salad. One of us still does. Only, like, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I would take the potato salad and mix it with the pasta salad. <laughs> and I'm like, I need, a, I need a name for this creation. So I called, it, I called it potato salad. And then someone was just like, you know, you like potato potatoes? I was like, oh, potato potatoes. That's where that came from? Yeah. That's so lame. I know. All right. Well, follow him at potato potatoes. Potato you can potato. just... No spaces around. Worst comes to worst, we follow him on the DCM Works team Twitter, so you can mm. go find him there. Um, I tweet occasionally. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean it's usually pretty violent it's when you do. It's usually pretty dumb. It's usually violent and brief, but, yeah. you know, it's it's there. Um, I guess, obviously, follow us on Twitter for updates so you don't miss any of these. Ooh, follow me on YouTube. I make dumb videos. Yeah, subscribe to him on YouTube. Um, he's in our featured channels on our YouTube account as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so follow us on Twitter. Um, if you play Dirty Bomb, oh God. add me on Steam and Do I'll that. kick your it's, ass. He's really good at being a dick in that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Oh, uh, yeah. So anywhere where you're listening to this, if you enjoy it, 
feel free to rate us on whatever service you listen to this podcast on. So YouTube, like it. If you're on your iTunes shit, rate that. Whatever it is. Um, it's iTunes, YouTube, right? You just like give it stars like and you stars. give like a review. Even if it's just like a one word review that's like good. Good. You know, <laughs> it, it helps us out with our ratings um, and it lets us know that you care. Um, if you want to email us some questions for next time or in future, it is podcast at dcm.works. And I think that's all of the things that I have to say. Um, obviously, we're at dcm.works. That's the URL. Um, is that really the dcm.works? Yeah, dcm.works, yeah. That's a sick URL. I know. Um, good. I know. So is that, <laughs> um, is, I think that's everything. Like, I don't mm. think I've got anything else. There's nothing you want to plug while you're here, Sam? Uh, Sam's our lead artist. <laughs> Sam's our lead artist. The only thing he's plugging is like what we do. So well, I, think. I guess um, is there I would you'll... appreciate any feedback on the artwork on the website. Obviously, yeah, leave, a comment. Works. Leave, uh, a leave comments. Be as harsh and critical yeah, as you really like. Really, just drill into because it. Because honestly, you know, if if you don't like it, I don't really care. If you want to, if you want to uh, send a hate letter to no. his home, his per, his personal address. <laughs> yeah, no, I would yeah. I would love to hear what you all think about my artwork because I it's fucking terrible. His yeah, phone number yeah, is five 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 butts butts butts. Um, yeah, I, I just like any feedback really, and um, yeah, no, if if you want to contact me and talk to me about how I create the art or you know. Anything like that, you can find me on the website, so feel yeah. free to email me. I believe I'll be... You're Sam at DCM.works. Yeah, I'm Sam. Like... Yeah, there we go. See, I don't even know it. But, it's, uh... I mean, you can always go to the About page, and there's, there's all yeah. of our faces there. And yeah, can... I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty friendly dude, I guess. Is my face there? No. No. So, no. no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, feel free to hit me up anytime. Yeah, I think it's about us. Um, so thanks for listening, as always, uh, and uh, we'll see you next time. The soundtrack's amazing. Yeah. The visuals are very, like, well done. And, like, the gameplay is super fun. <laughs> and, like, because those three things are there, it's, like, it's exceptionally good. Hey, I could do it in a heartbeat and make millions, but it would feel like gouging my soul out. Yeah. Jurassic Park's a little more like DDR. If Shrek is a very tough creature, can he actually own land and want to kick them off? Where did that come from? You have to make a lot of shit up to make good art. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's just the truth, buddy.